here's a story from the world. People in northern Ethiopia have been living through extreme brutality. That's how the United Nations describes the war that began there more than a year ago. The UN and human rights groups are especially concerned about widespread sexual and gender-based violence committed by fighters on all sides. The conflict began in the Tigray region, then spread to the neighboring Afar and Amhara regions last year. The world's Africa correspondent Halima Gikandi visited the Amhara region and spoke with women there about what they've been through. And a word of warning, the story contains descriptions of violence. Please take care while listening. On the grounds of Waldea University in northern Ethiopia, hundreds of women are gathered on campus, young and old, sitting outside, eating food and chatting. They're here to get medical and mental health support, says Mastella McConan. She explains that all of the women here have been victims of sexual violence during this past year of conflict in northern Ethiopia. It's the worst. It's very extraordinary. Psychologically, it's very extreme. Hearing their painful experiences. McConan recently returned home to Ethiopia after spending years living and teaching in the United States. When the war spread to the Amhara region last year, she decided she had to help, in particular women. They've been victims of mass sexual violence and rape throughout this conflict. McConan tells me that many of these women have yet to receive care. Some have been afraid to ask for help. Because of fearing the stigmatization and discrimination of the population around the community. So they, they just hide themselves. McConan says rape is a big cultural taboo here. That means many women end up isolated in their communities, which makes recovering extremely difficult. McConan, who refers to these women here as sisters, says these types of workshops for victims of sexual violence make a big difference. This is a psychological first aid. And then we connect sisters together to be like a social support to each other. And then we empower them to resist the community discrimination. One 27-year-old woman I spoke with told me that connecting with other women who have been through the same trauma has been a lifesaver. We're withholding her name due to privacy concerns and fears that she might face stigma. This is very important, she tells me. I appreciate being brought here. Instead of being stuck in her village thinking about what happened, it's better to be around other women, she says. She tells me how last year multiple Tigrayan fighters raped her. She says they also killed her only child, a five-year-old boy. Not only was I raped, but the fighters destroyed my small business, all of my property, she tells me. As the fighting in Amhara has stopped now, she sees other people returning back to their normal lives, but wonders how can she put her life back together again. She says she wants help from her government. I don't want to miss out on life, she tells me. I want to continue to live, but I need support. For some women in Waldea, the best support is learning how to defend themselves. Downtown, I meet Ezra's Chane, who's training with a local militia. She's 35 years old and used to work at the same university that's now hosting the workshop for victims of sexual assault. Classes have not resumed, which means she's out of a job. 
We suffered a lot, she tells me. A lot of girls and women were raped, she says, and many men were killed. Chane says she wants to learn how to fight so that she can protect herself and others in case the conflict resumes here. Most of the people raped are women, Chane tells me. I hope when other women see us training, they will decide to join too. For The World, I'm Halima Gakandi, Waldia, Northern Ethiopia.